them. They're like the so bad it's good type thing, but it's also like if you're if you're a Predator fan, like, like the Predators were so fucking stupid oh, yeah. in those movies. Oh yeah. Like I love Aliens and Predators and I love Alien versus Predator. But I love all three franchises, even though they're the same fucking universe, for different reasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Aliens absolutely is that, like, I want that spacey, like, crazy, like, horror movie that we don't get anymore. Yeah, uh, actually, Predator yeah. is that is that, like, stalker hunter thing of, like, man, like, man versus something else. Like, it's I like, want man to win. I don't it's want... Like, yeah. It's like AVP saw that, like, Predator and Aliens both had, like, good movies to start with, and then they got progressively worse. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, what if we just start with the worst? Um, I just thought about that. I have not sat through any of the Alien movies. The only Alien movie I actually sat through was Prometheus. I'm so well, sorry for you. That That's is, I actually like that Prometheus. Was, mm, no, mm. Don't get me wrong. Prometheus is okay on its own. It should not have been an Alien movie. See, yeah, I was if about to say, like, I think aliens, because be you... You did not watch the other Alien movies? It's why you... Like, like, I get why you like it, because trust me, I want to like it. It's just because they put it in the Aliens universe that's like, if it wasn't fucking with that, this would be a great movie on its own. For context, as what you just said equates to you saying uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is actually a really good fucking game. Um, but you never played any of the other Mass Effect. But you Mass never Effect. played any of the other Mass Effect games, so like that's just so you can understand. But we have been on—I have been on record defending Mass Effect Andromeda, despite it being shit. I'll and I'll defend Aliens versus Predator because it is shit. But I'll still defend it because it's but, the thing that I grew up with. Well, that I we've had this up. conversation <laughs> yeah, before. Sure. You can dislike something, something but also like, still have good things to say about it but not the, the reason why my curiosity peaked on um, prometheus though that was like charlie Theron, idris elba i was like and uh and um I watch that. and what was the oh my god oh my god uh sure Na- my naomi repace naomi repace i was like knew me knew me yeah um we already know um oh my god magneto um yeah uh, oh my god come on and then and then honestly i liked covenant but like What's his name? What was his name? What's his name? It also had Fassbender. Thank you. Why am I blanking on Michael Fassbender's name? Um, it was just like you got big these big name celebrities in this movie. I was like, who's gonna get bopped off first? That was like yeah. the reason why I was why I was why, that was like I was so interested in watching it. I was like, who's gonna get killed off first? I was like the Fassbender portion. I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yo. I, okay. So I doesn't was, that have the guy from Upgrade? I feel like that was the guy from Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah, that's him. Was he? Logan Michael. Lo- Logan Michael. Michael Green. Green? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I can remember his name, but I can't make Michael, Michael Fassbender. God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, wait a minute. Why can't I remember generic white guy actor name? And then um, the dude who played yeah. Wong in Doctor Strange is also in it. And was one of the pilots uh, as well. What's his name? Is his one of his names is Wong. I just can't remember which whether it's first or last. I know it's not Benedict because it's the um the uh, no yeah I think it is Benedict Wong. Yeah. Benedict Benedict Wong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but the but the other guy that plays Wong is I think literally Benedict Wong. Oh. Yeah. 
I never knew that. Yeah. I think, um, I, yeah, I'll have to rectify it and go back and watch Alien 1, 2. And I'm, I'm here. Just stop there. Just uh, one and one and two. <laughs> you know, Mike here, you know, I like, look, I watched The Predators. You know full well I'm going to watch Predator 3. I mean, Aliens 3. Yo, okay, but mm. can we finally talk about, like, the good Predator movie now? <laughs> Pray. Or are we gonna wait till Des says thank you for joining us? Um, are we gonna wait till Des reveals he's been recording probably for like the last five or six minutes? Yeah. <clears throat> You're a minute short, four minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> am I old? Am I a minute off? You're a minute off. <laughs> and with that, welcome back to the Space Society Collective podcast. Obviously, we're we're in space now, so we're gonna be talking about pray on this episode. And no one can hear you scream. By the way, I literally just bought and am currently downloading Alien vs. Predator. Yes! Good job spending $15. I think it was a fourth Like, I wouldn't have bought it if it was full price, but at $15, bucks, i am like, you know what? That's not... I, I, don't, I don't mind. Um, as always, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, I'm still very surprised that our episodes are doing very well on SoundCloud. Well, Spotify, like, come on. Listen, Spotify, like... I'm happy that we're close to 50 followers. Like, come on. Yay. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. But number one episode on Spotify, Our Flag Means Death. Of course it is. See, that? I mean, like, I, I have a feeling, because do you realize, and I feel like this is stating the obvious, but do you realize that our most popular episodes are the ones that came out within a week of something that was popular on Google search engines, and we had titles and descriptions that were very, like, searchable and would come up in algorithms a lot yeah <clears throat> yeah and especially yeah, like we got another the literal topical shit within a week is the thing that like gets it and so we, we pray more. everybody <laughs> oh, pray give me pray. anything by this by this point uh on this episode we have the i have no let me see I, I'm, I'm i'm good at this now this will be the first episode I have nothing. We have the Clumsy Baker, <laughs> the Himalama Rider, and Quads and Limits. Welcome to the No Nicknames podcast. Yeah, the No Nicknames. Because no one didn't have a nickname in Prey, so... Mm. <laughs> if you have a nickname in any of the Predator movies, you're going to get killed off. Unless okay, you're but I... <laughs> right. <clears throat> and like, Shana Latham. There was... There was... We were just talking about like like waiting to see who gets picked off and stuff at the beginning of the movies. Mm-hmm. Like I was a hundred percent trying to take bets in my head as to when Tabe was gonna die. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like he's too mm-hmm. supportive of the main character. He has yep. to be t- taken away in order to like like create some kind of thing. Like yep. not jumping too far ahead, but his death was actually really satisfying and worth it. But yeah. um, it was it felt earned. It, it, like it, it, it wasn't a gimmick. Right? It yeah, was, it, it wasn't was, a gimmick. It was on the level of Carl Weathers getting taken out in the original Predator. Like when, like when he realized, like, oh, I fucked up. I need to step up. You were like, oh yeah, you're gonna die here. Like when her brother was like, I got you. I got like you said. Okay. Then, when he got his back. When she got, uh, when he got his sister's back, I was like, oh no. I was like, I, it I was like that was hit. not was not as stupid as the quote unquote uh native american death in the first yeah. predator movie i, I said he, he was played by a white man yeah. um 
and it was off screen and it like made no sense like why he did what he did except in the mind of a white man writing this character yeah well like i heard i mean it could have just been speculation but i've been reading articles about prey recently and some something that i heard was like that might have been done like intentionally as an homage to that of like like how badass would that scene could that how badass could that scene have been if given the proper justice and like writing right like instead of just like what we got with tabe a scream like yeah and then just an off-screen death oh no didn't we see his um his skull be and his spine ripped from his back literally next (laughs) i was like yo let's hammer home you like yeah I was I was really impressed and very happy with the way that they de-evolved the predator. Uh, that was that, yes. that was more this mm-hmm. was like a more primal looking like this like the from the neck to the face looked more very uh venomous looking. Like yeah. sort of like Um I was yeah. reading up on some of the lore reasoning behind that. <clears throat> and theoretically some of that Maybe um, the the idea that different variations and variant like like sub subspecies of uh, yatja or yatja I don't remember how to pronounce it but it's y a t u j a is oh, like yeah. the species name for them mm-hmm. but like uh, it's a it's a certain very sub variant of predator that is a lot more um, akin to not wearing as much armor. And obviously, it's like set in the past, so it's like a little bit less um, like evolved in the way that their physiology is theoretically. So, like the the main differences being like that they have like tougher skin with thicker, like almost scaling at certain points. Their their mandibles being um, showing more signs of I forgot what the term is, but osteology or something like that. Basically, mm-hmm. the idea that they're like meant to eat bone and consume bone. So it's like the little physiological differences. It was just, it was so great to see just, yeah, again, like you said, the de-evolution. Because, you know, obviously in the first one they had that little, like, plasma cannon. And this time they had something similar, but it was arrows. Which I thought was just brilliant. Uh, The shields, like, but they still had stuff like the net and the little, like, what are those fucking floaty disc things? Yeah. Oh Um, my god. Like the like, I mean, drones before drones were a thing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck were those things called anyway? Um, Um, I do have a theory though on on the on the history of predators though, like especially their evolution. Like you know how when he got off his ship and he just cloaked it and it kept on going. Yeah. I think they record predators' deaths, and then just like why they evolve. Is to adapt every like why they keep coming back. My brother, me and my brother had a debate like why they keep coming back to Earth like every other like century. I was like, what if they did had a human that was like like they had one successful one that uh, one human that died, but the predators keep on like evolving over time. Hence why they got to like where they like how I'm gonna skip over the Boyd Holbrook one and go straight to the um, Adrian Brody one. Why mm-hmm. look how they all fucking beefy and shit. Yeah, it's because they've been dealing with humans for so long. That is my theory. They like gotcha. the ships cloak their deaths and be like, okay, we know how to like adapt or breed our uh, our bodies. You know the, 
the funny thing is that's that you're I I think I'm pretty sure your theory is correct because that's already supported by the source material stuff. Like I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure they do record that and they recover the bodies and they study like how they died and stuff. It is very a warrior culture like that is I'm pretty sure that's canon. Yeah. Like if, if I'm not mistaken from like the comics that I've read and like the origin history of why they keep coming back that's like why they fight the xenomorphs that's the reason behind it too they seed the xenomorphs in different planets so that way they can use them like a rite of passage and they learn how to fight them and they continue to fight them and use that to prove like like predators as a status basically the same thing that naru was doing in the movie of like trying to prove that that like they were like um higher member of the tribe by being able to like complete a a complex hunt like that was that's something that is canon in the predator lore yeah i'm i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure (laughs) pretty sure predator has like disavowed the alien xenomorph bullshit that they tried to do i think aliens have tried to like be like yeah like little winks and nods here but i'm pretty sure at least franchise wise they're like no that's that was not that was not us but um this one i feel like they did a good job setting up the movie to show that this was like basically the first um like drop the first drop of the predator just because yeah they go from planet to planet looking for it that's why you see him only kill the snake after he sees the snake attack the mouse and then he only attacks the wolf after he sees the wolf kill the rabbit like it progressively gets worse that he only attacked the bear because he saw the bear attacking the prey he was already hunting, you know? Like, yeah. keeps getting, like, bigger and bigger until he's like, yeah. Yep. Biggest fucking yep. shit. I love that they brought back the trophy, like, uh, uh, like organic melting thing. Oh my god, uh. yeah. 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 Like just, melt the rest of the melt the rest of the carcass away and just be left with the bone. But then the fact that that's what fucking Tabe used to like distract him, and so that's why now I think because didn't in the first Predator he kept the bones, but then he would keep them in the trees. He wouldn't keep them on his I think hip. He wear, I thought he would wear. Did them. they still like, wear it? Yeah, they. I'm wear pretty it. sure they wore it. Yeah, they wear the bones on their hips. Yeah. That's okay. Um. One thing I was impressed, I was like... But just seeing him, like, fucking stab him with that goddamn wolf skull, I was like, that was fucking pretty cool, bro. Hey, you gotta use anything that's in... You gotta use things. I like the fact that anything was a weapon. Pretty much, like, all Predator movies, but this was, like... Because I I feel like the other ones is, obviously, because we're modern technology, but here, it was, like, whatever is in the facility of where you're hunting, that is a weapon. I loved... Like, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves by, like, to the end of the movie-ish, but I loved that whole thing of, like, I'm gonna use every single bit of what I've learned from everyone else to, like, adapt and hunt. Like, the the name of the game wasn't who can kill better. It was who can adapt faster. Mm-hmm. And who can take the things that we observe and see that are effective in killing others and use it against the other target effectively more so than the other. <laughs> like, like, I can't. I cannot express how badass I thought it was that it's like, yo, you made a character that canonically made sense that could sneak up on the predator. 
it wasn't cheap. It was like every way, shape, and form. It was like only this person could figure out how to sneak up on the predator. And just like that scene of of it walking right past her, stone cold when she's like just having taken the 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 flower yeah. and the French guy like like uh, with the with his leg cut off. Predator just walks right past her and she just fucking like goes right behind him. That shit was amazing. Like I was clapping at that shit. It's been so long since I've seen like a horror movie or anything like that. Or like a creature film, I mean. Where like it made me actually be like, yo, this shit's hype. I have not felt that in a while since like the original Predator kind of shit. And Dan Trachtenberg did come out and say, yeah, they was inspired by God of War for the uh, the returning acts. So I was like goddamn right i was like if you have not played god of war you do not it was like you didn't, returning okay. acts, dude. that was so fucking sh- like that was so great but they, it's also good because yeah. set up and pay off for that yes i was going to say it shows like how she's missing the mark because she can't quickly get her fucking axe back and then like she does that and then you just see her with that whole fucking math stack of bunnies and i'm like see fucking resourceful bitch yep Yo, like when she was fighting in the camp, I was like, what the fuck is this Assassin's Creed shit? Hey. Oh my god, when she fucking jumped off that tree when the the fucking bear first came up, I was like, yeah. bitch. No, that yeah. dog, the dog, what? sorry, had me laughing. First, it was it was like running, like like protecting Naru, but then all of a sudden, it comes running back and just like, like in my head, like mm-hmm. the dog's probably like, bitch, run. Like while they oh kept gosh. on going, like they was I keep was on going. so on edge that that fucking dog was gonna fucking die. Right, right. I have been telling my friends like that haven't watched it yet. I'm like, please watch this movie. You're gonna love it. And just because I know a lot of them are like me, and I'm like, and just it's a spoiler alert. But just so you're you're good, the dog doesn't die. And they're like, okay, fuck, thank God. Hey, you <laughs> so know like, why? I got yeah. you. I got you. This one I read. Um, sorry, sorry. Saru, yeah, sorry. She yeah. is a um, shelter dog. They um, mm. from um, from Seattle, and apparently, she was supposed to go early in the movie. But mm. test audience loved the dog so much they kept the dog in longer. I'm glad. Yeah, because, glad. because who doesn't want the dog to live? Killing kids or kill well sometimes kids but like definitely killing pets and animals is like a fucking gimmick where like it's the the makers know that that's something that is going to like really fuck people up and so it's it's a gimmick it's one of those gimmicks where it's like I think at least this director understood that most audiences are tired of the same shit they've always seen and that is such a gimmick that it doesn't actually help the movie it just makes it feel cheaper mm-hmm. only in certain situations because i would argue that there are movies where that kind of thing is an emotional impact but it has to be played to the to the benefit of the movie not just yeah. for the subversion of the audience like for example i know Charlotte's it's not exactly web. i am legend and shit like I'm like oh, okay, I am that, legend. Yeah, that's a dog death where I'm like it sucks, but at the same time it's narrative because literally it's just him and the dog it and sense. it changes the character. But I remember just fucking Charlotte's Web as a kid. Yeah, when she died, 
fucked me up yeah. where I was like, I fucking hate spiders, but I'm crying over this fucking spider. Yo, Charlotte's Web is one of the first things that I remember reading that made me actually sad over the death of an animal in right? uh, medium. Oh, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to remember what. Uh, what so what, good. I watch Marley and Me. That shit fucked me up. <laughs> that, that didn't fuck me up. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I was Charlotte's Web up. is the one with the pig. Yeah, I remember Charlotte's Web. I'm trying to remember what animal what animal movie fucked me up as a kid because I know full canine <laughs> with John Bush, Oh when, yeah. when, he, when he got mm-hmm. shot when he got shot protecting him. I was like, what? Okay, that yeah. got me. Charlotte's Web didn't get me. Fou- uh, the what was that do- the horse name in uh that movie? Which one? Uh, the a one at- Treyu? A Treyu, there we go. That didn't get me. Um, you didn't yeah. fucking die to Treyu, bro. Yo, okay, but like, what about, what about, okay. I I would argue that Disney knows the best way on how to kill animals. Because I'm not referencing Bambi, but I'm referencing uh, Brother Bear. I have not seen it. Like, I'm I'm talking specifically about, like, near the beginning of the movie where, like, the main character kills the little bear's mom. And then, like, that's the whole premise. Like, he takes care of him as a bear. I think Atreyu was the kid. Sorry, my brain is jumping back. I think Atreyu was the kid. Shadowfax? Was that the horse? I think it was Shadowfax. Sorry. Wait, my which brain. movie is this again? The never-ending story. Never my ending brain story. was just su- supplying that, like, Atreyu was oh the kid. Oh, my God. The and, I think, horse. and I think Shadow Yo, Facts I forgot was the about horse. that. Yo, oh yeah. my god. I yeah. totally forgot about that, but no, no, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, the that horse, was like, up. in, the, in mm-hmm. the swamp. Oh, yeah, John Wick. That's just. Yeah, yeah, that was sad. That was definitely sad. I wouldn't say it was sadder than the others, but that was definitely sad. Because that that's that's a. That's an interesting one because it's like. The dog absolutely didn't have to die, but it is also the premise of the movie. But that doesn't make it a good premise. It's like the like, compounding of it, it because yeah. like you just watched him like bury his wife, and then you just see that, you know, basically from the grave she gives him this fucking yeah. dog, dog. Yeah. and then you're like, this man is just trying to live his best life in this little fucking shit stain. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. I guess button. we gotta kill Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, they literally said through the whole movie. It was like they, they even said I killed his dog. I was like, they slapped him like yeah. it doesn't give a fact you killed his dog. You the reason yeah. why John Wick is here. Yo, I was so, you know how, I think it was a level of satisfaction that I didn't get in any of the other John Wick movies. My f- absolute favorite moment of the first one being when John Leguizamo slaps the shit out of him. Oh my god, garage. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, sir, I did slap your son. Because he he killed John Wick's dog. He's like, oh. And then he's like, god damn it, my idiot son. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's one of my favorite... Not one of my favorite, but it's usually an enjoyable trope of mine, is, like, just the stupid children that grew up in privilege because their parents were like such badasses and they can't even live up to like not even like a tenth yeah but oh 
but the parents are just like, mm, it's my kid, I gotta protect him. It's like, mm, do you? Yep. Your kid's a fucking dumbass, though. Like, do do you? you? Yeah, like, do you really? Like, no, let's do not. You? It's like, do you really have to do anything about it? Because you and your entire empire died because your son is the moron. That's also kind of the thing in John Wick, isn't it? At a certain point, the, like, he's just like, no, you're gonna die. Like, I can't do anything about it. You basically yeah. committed suicide. But then he still, then he becomes the dumbass where he's like, you killed my kid, so sorry, I gotta fuck you up. It's like, bro. It's like, I understand the thought process, but it's like, bro, if you're, if you've already established that you're smart enough to just write your kid off, why don't you just do that all the way? Like, why do you gotta, like, but yeah. Yeah. Which also felt weird, too, because it was like, did you, like... He wasn't a match for John Wick hand-to-hand, right? Like, I know he's not a bitch, but at the same time, like, they made it seem like he was, like, almost evenly matched with him in that last fight. And I have to tell myself, I'm like, was it because they fucked him up so hard beforehand? They're like, no, we gotta make sure we hit him with a car, and he's got a couple of broken ribs, and he's, like, like, we gotta fuck him up first. It's because he's like, hey, look, I literally just killed, like, 75 men. And I got hit by, like, three fucking cars in this film. But uh, I'm still gonna murder you. Like, you may get in a couple of good shots, but... Bitch. (laughs) Like, if falling from a building can't fucking kill John Wick... Like... Yo. Oh my god. Okay. I was laughing my ass. Those John Wick movies are fucking fun. Like I will say... I said they're just as fun as Prey. They're. I had to reword the sentence. Those John yeah. Wick movies are just as fun as Prey. Like, I had yeah. an enjoyable fucking mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, th- there's movies where it's like. People will always. Will always criticize movies for, like, the content or the way they tell their story and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I do very much believe in the concept of, like, hey. Regardless of any of that, if you had fun watching the movie or enjoyed watching the movie in any way, that was the point. Yeah. Like, Prey and John Wick are just so much fun where you're like, oh, you'll remember them and then you'll kind of think about them one day and you'll be like, oh, you know what? I haven't watched that in forever. I want to I want to yeah. watch it again. Um, I also recently watched Bullet Train and it was fun. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed my time, but it was fun forgettable fun like it's not gonna make a lasting impact and it's one i'm not really gonna remember unless it's like oh here it is on streaming or there's nothing else on tv sure i had a good time that's how i felt about the triple x movies oh my god those fucking stupid ass movies they're stupid but they're 100 percent. at least for me those movies where i'm like yeah, I can literally are... turn my brain off and not give a shit yeah. and just enjoy the big explosions. They are dumb fun. But They're especially, dumb. okay, I just, my favorite, my favorite, and I will, I vividly and will always remember that ending scene where they have the heat-seeking rocket and he's just like, he's smoking a cigarette! He's smoking a cigarette! You gotta shoot him! And I'm just like, you're telling me that it's not going to read his body heat or oh, any of the heat yeah. for these these water fucking tubes around him. But no, the cigarette. The cigarette. Hey, 
is what and it's all just so vin diesel could be like i told him smoking would kill him one day like fucking a every just that's I... that scene lives rent free in my fucking head since what was it 2001 i think so around there yeah like i i love the idea that triple x was the first movie that someone like in hollywood saw and saw sam jackson and was like that's nick fury he's got to recruit some more people now like at a hundred percent was that the movie that made him the like the 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 typecast for the like like a grudging Ten, recruiter was it that or was it glass where he was like the recruiter but like the recruiter with secrets yo yeah, there yeah. was a couple of movies where he was a recruiter there was the one he did with um john travolta that um that, that military murder mystery i keep forgetting oh, the name yeah. of that one. that was a good one that's the one i want to go back to watch i keep forgetting the name of that one but um i think the linchpin was during 2001 when um avengers that the ultimates came out and they use Sam mm-hmm. Jackson's face. For nice. Like basically, like it looked like it looked like fucking Sam Jackson. Um, yeah, and then they were like, yeah, because Sam Jackson don't look like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like how the boys used um uh uh what's his name? Uh, Sean. Wait, no. Uh, yeah, what's his name? I'm not Sean. Simon. Ah. Thank you. Uh, yes, Simon Pegg. It's like how they use Simon Pegg for like the direct representation of like the character of uh, of Huey on that in the comic. And then he like weird homage to that later in the boys, or not even later. It's like it's in the first season. Simon Pe- Simon Pegg plays Huey's father directly as a like cameo and like nod to the the comics. It's funny. They even make him say the line that is always said in the comics, but Huey in the in the show never says, which is like like uh, jings. It's like the thing that like he always says, but they make his dad say it in the show because like it's just yeah, it's it's funny. Sorry, weird shit. <laughs> I fell off with the boys after around the first season. I only re start. I only started rewatching it because I started getting into the comics. Yeah, yeah that show's not for me. Because the yeah, movie, it's because, definitely not for everybody. It it's, is it's, horrible content, it's, but it's horrible content that for some reason it's like, I'm going to rot my brain with this for a little while. It's the... I do agree with Benny. A lot of people enjoy things, and if you don't, if you do like them or don't like them. It's the... Mm-hmm. It's the... Dude bro aspect that's behind the boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, at least in the comics, they... I don't know about the show because the show doesn't do a good job of like no, of not... capture. The show is so different than the comics, but in the comics, that dude bro attitude is actively the satirical thing that they're always making fun. Oh, no, no, At I'm least... not. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the audience, dude bro. Oh no, yeah, it's so this show. Uh, I've only watched the first season, and I just like pushed myself through it because everyone was like no no it's amazing it's amazing and i'm just like you have to get through if you don't like that kind of stuff at all yeah like if if any um, of that kind of content makes you squeamish it's not one of those things where you just got to push past it it's only going to get worse and it's yeah because there's like obviously like if it's if it's done well like mm-hmm. i can watch it but this is one of those where again like no diss to anyone who makes this show, but um, they're not 
at least in the first season. I can't comment on the subsequent seasons, but they didn't really do a good job of showcasing that like Homelander is the bad guy because they're still showing him in this place of yeah. power. They're still showing him people fucking worshiping him and yeah. like still like still retaining it. So like the people that don't get that this is a satire of the toxic like yeah masculinity and government over like all that shit like they're not picking up on that they're just like look at this fucking cool ass dude how many um yeah how many issues of the boys were there because you you actually finished it i like i haven't i haven't finished it yet let me look that up because i'm like i know there's a lot the boys i'm trying to remember like i'm currently in like volume i'm in like volume seven right now so i think I think there's around 120, something like that, 130 72. total. Oh, 72? Yeah. Shit. Oh my god, then I'm like I'm like almost to the end cuz I think I'm like around 44, almost 50. The thing is with me, when you have a come we have a limited comic book series and you're trying to stretch that show out to the he like they literally now saying, "Okay, we know we now notice we have a homelander problem. He should be fucking dead." Yeah. No shit, because yeah. the true villain of the book. I can't. No, I'm not gonna spoil it. No, I'm gonna shut up. Well, I mean, like, I I haven't read through all of it, but I do know. Here's the thing. I had the ending spoiled for me, so I do know the ending of it. I like in the comics because that shit was already spoiled for me. I do know about. Um, I mean, spoiler warning for anybody who doesn't want to know about the boys, but I do know about Bla the secret behind Black Noir, and I do know what Billy Butcher does in the end. Yeah, okay. You said it. See, I always had a feeling like Billy Busher would be uh, not a not a great one. He's not. He's yeah. not supposed to be the hero. He's he's not. And that it like literally no one in the show is supposed to be a fucking hero. That's the point. Like the whole thing like is Starlight. like you think uh, even Starlight, I mean technically Starlight, but uh, debatable. <laughs> uh it's like the whole point at least the reason I read it is because it's like watching a dumpster fire trying to fight the kettle and both of them flying off the cliff. And it's like, I just want to see the spectacle of how this shit's going to burn. Because the whole point, or at least not the point, but like the reason I read it is because it's like, it it's satirical enough in the way where it's like, man, that's fucked up because I could see that. I could see that. It's like, man, that's fucked up, and there's all this fucked up situations, but it's like, it's not too far off of what exists in the comic culture that we already have. It's just, like, overly playing up a lot of different tropes that it's like, yo, if you were to take this trope seriously and not just speed past a lot of things that most people don't talk about, this would be a really fucked up situation. And it's kind of like almost what ifs in that in that manner in that respect. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, you... the I agree with the whole like fucking not liking the audience of it thing because I feel like it suffers from the same thing that like Joker and uh, like okay. Rick and Morty do. Rick and Morty, where, like, South people Park. People just don't get it exactly. Yeah. Like they don't get the, the satire and they go way too far into like the. It's like if you worship these people, you miss the fucking point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said a lot of uh, great points during that whole thing, 
But the thing that really sticks out in my head, and I really want someone to do like a, a sticker of this or something, is a flaming dumpster and a kettle just arch nemesing themselves off a cliff. Okay. Kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny used to do used to do a flaming dumpster. I just that would be I, a really good I, sticker. I need that in my life. That would be a good sticker. Yeah. Yeah, so I say the kettle one anybody. would have to be a sticker. I know the flaming stick, the flaming garbage, is out there yeah. somewhere, especially probably on Redbubble. <laughs> um, this is the longest tangent we ever did. Uh, pray, definitely go check it out. We might as well end. <laughs> definitely check it out. Uh, I hope it gets. I hope not a direct sequel. Just keep it in continuation the, of that story or lore. Or just yeah, it's pretty much yeah. making it what someone said make this an anthology movie yeah yeah like like it doesn't have to be directly naru or anything like that but let's say okay movie was set in like what 1713 i think it said 19 1719 1719 so it's like it's 1719 you can even literally go a hundred years ahead and that would still be the american west or okay but bitch what what if there's a predator during the american revolution right Oh my god, imagine a, a predator like picking hey. off Civil War soldiers and shit. Oh, oh, bitch! Like, that would be sick. That would be something I'd watch. But, the, like, the, the idea of I, an anthology in this kind of style, yeah. Or the yeah. one I posted, um, a samurai versus uh, the predator. Yeah, like a like a, like a, really cool. a predator in Japan, like, in during, like, the Feudal. not the Edo period. What would that be? That would be the I forgot. Yeah. Um, Oh my god. Or even in like a new location, like a fucking desert. So yeah, like fucking like Arabic countries or in Africa. Like where because all the movies we've seen has have trees and forests. Like what I wanna see what the predator can do when it's like nothing but just desert yeah that would be very interesting like a dead like imagine and on top of that it's like how would a predator hunt in the desert when they normally rely on heat vision heat like ah i want it somebody get this going yeah yeah i'd crowdfund that (laughs) (laughs) i want to say I think Prey was the first time I saw in, in a Predator movie where it was just open field and they're just like, why would you run in the open field? The Predator's making a beeline for your ass. It was like, they can see you. Well, what else are they going to do? They can still see you. It's like and either run or die right stand there. still? I'm yeah, it's like, like, you run or you die right there. That's the thing. I, look, I guess like, I'm she di- knew I guess... that the Predator no. could see I'm sorry. Bro, oh, I I appreciate oh, that oh, sorry, in sorry, this sorry, time of not... I actually dropped my phone on her paw. Not, um, you know, like, extraneous activity or life or death situations, you can easily come to the conclusion of you should have done A instead of B. But I bet you a million fucking dollars if you were in that fucking situation, you would, one, probably shit your pants, and two, just be bolted the same like these other people. Hey, Dez, remember when Maxon, like, barely saw a dragon and fucking ran through a field yeah, yeah, out yeah. of reaction? Yeah, that was me. 
<laughs> yeah, I ran. I fucking ran. How's how's like, that you are dumpster not ruining fire? That situation, man. Huh? How's that dumpster fire kettle? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm alive. Am I not? I'm alive because I ran. Exactly. So you made the right choice. You didn't just sit there. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and I'm gonna say because I'm gonna say because we was brought up again. And I'm noticing a lot in these horror movies, like, come on, you know the black people trope. They gotta run. They ain't gonna stand there. They gotta run. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't want to just fucking stand there. Like, literally, the point of the... I'm only roasting you because the whole point of the scene was this dude was waiting, and Naru was like, he can see you. Run. And you're like, why the fuck would they run? No, it's, yeah. not, it's not why would they run. I was like, it was the... It was, for me, it was the, oh, shit. You're in an open field. That oh was, yeah, it was that. Yeah, but like, you were wording it like you're in an open field. Why are you running? Like, what the fuck else are they supposed to do you know in an open you, field? Have you ever watched a movie? Have you ever watched a movie? Have you ever watched a movie with a black person when they're yelling at the screen? I was like that black yeah. person yelling at the screen. Yo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Latino and I yell at the screen. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, when that dude kept on talking shit to Naru, and I was like. Oh, you gonna fucking die. And how he you went know, out? He I, went out screaming like a bitch. Okay, and that's the funny thing, too. Even that death didn't feel cheap. Because at the yeah. very least, it served the purpose of showing the audience what the Predator could do. Yeah. Because he like, act like... I'm gonna give he fucking when, up. <laughs> when those three dots spread, I was like, what the fuck? fuck what's it gonna like, be i know it's not what the cannon the what's it gonna fuck? be i was like oh. i was like ooh shit you dead ooh shit um i'll give that one that one kid his props before he died he held on as long as he could but predator yeah. took him out yep like straight up he was like he was being tortured a bit before he died but he was like yeah that is fucking legs like None of them went out like bitches. All of them really did were like, hey, we're going to fucking fight to the death. His legs out and then impaled him on the log. Like, the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like, yo, why is this giving me, like, Logan PTSD? Oh, Ooh, like, about... leave the fucking tree stuff alone. Oof. Talk about, oh my goodness. I'm going to have to go back and watch Logan. Because the Prey haven't going want to go back and watch Logan because I was like, you finally letting Wolverine what he does best eviscerate motherfuckers i was i i think i was also very happy with the way that they didn't show too much of him mm -hmm. yeah they like they did a really good job with the camouflage stuff and only giving enough flashes to where it's like oh fuck like that's just a a, a bit of him like shit but you don't want to see more because otherwise they're gonna fucking die and then like that one good hero shot of seeing it and then the rest of the time it's like action or dark scenes or still the predator still acting like the predator and hiding. It's not like all yeah. of a sudden they saw it once and then every scene now you're going to see the predator full on. Yeah. Cuz that's I mean that's what made like the first one so yeah. like creepy and you're like what is happening cuz yeah it again like jaws you don't see. Yeah. Uh you don't see I'll never forget that Hitchcock quote of there's nothing scarier than an unopened door. Yes, it's literally the thing that I live by for our D and D, and at one point, directly implemented, mm -hmm. which was like the time that mouse got trapped behind the door with the vampires. 
that directly was me thinking Hitchcock, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just leave that door closed and fucking and fucking let it let it ride. <laughs> Bringing that back. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think. I think they should keep rocking the train of like period period pieces for Predator movies, or like we said, make an anthology. We had, I think they don't count the other ones that came out, even Predators in twenty ten as canon. The only counting Predator Predator two and then Prey. Is that what they're counting as canon? For Dan Trachtenberg, to him, apparently that's what he's counting as only canon. Because that's why. They, I mean, that makes sense. That's why they brought the gun. I was like, "Oh shit, that's the gun!" But then yeah, like, dude. But that then gun, I was like, that gun oh, freaked me out. But I was like, "Oh no, that means." Because I like Predator Two is uh, not a great movie, but I love that fucking movie. Oh yeah, I was in a I was in a Facebook uh, movie group, Facebook movie group, um, and the general consensus was, like you said, it was not a good movie, but in its own right, it's a good movie. It's yeah. like you said, it's I a good just, movie. I, I just, I feel like it makes more sense for the Predator not to be in the city. Like, yeah. it just, it doesn't, it's not as scary or as creepy. Like, it. Oh, I think being. Oh, wait, okay. Wait, can I, can I, can I add one thing where I'm like, maybe it might work? It's mm-hmm. still a city, but technically it's not. What if. Hear me out. 15, 1400s to like 1500s, France, French catacombs. See, that would be cool. Like if it's a like a back in the day city where like they're not that populated. Um, like could but... you imagine running the French catacombs with a predator in there? Dude, Ooh. absolutely terrifying. What about like... Roanoke? Like the mystery of Roanoke, like how that whole entire town was like gone? What if it was a predator oh God, did that? Man. Like the first that fucking fun. Like for the first time in a predator movie, the hero dies at the end instead of um, winning. But like, see, that's the thing that sucks with the predator is because they've already set the canon that like he, the predators don't attack pregnant women um, or pregnant people and like defenseless like children. So like, the fact that like it takes place in a city where like half the population. Not even half posh, like fucking eighty five percent of the population is unarmed. Like Yeah. Why like they they kill other hunters. Yeah. So like, like that's, that's why like cities don't make sense. Um, to me. Like, but there's still like some aspects I think would be cool because again, like if it's the Wild West or a fucking frontier town, like every single motherfucker there is one gonna have a gun because like they have to do hunting and shit um so like the smaller populous ones that are living on the fringe still make sense but yeah like bigger towns just me tonight on a and e dog the bounty hunter versus predator oh my fucking god (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry like we already saw that that was gary Busey's death and fucking predator 2 <laughs> I was legit trying to do a Gary Busey impression. I'm not even, I'm too fucking embarrassed to even try to do one here on the podcast. Oh, that's fucking funny. Gary, oh my god. I hope, 
Gary Busey. I haven't talked about just, Gary Busey in so long. Just fucking crazy. Like he, uh, yeah. Predator Two almost made me watch fucking Lethal Weapon. Almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I gotta watch because this dude has like these facial tics. Like he had to be high on fucking cocaine throughout the eighties and nineties. I mean, I yeah. feel like most people were throughout the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Everybody in Hollywood was, but like, yeah, he, the fuck? Like, that was the thing. <laughs> but it seemed like Gary, you see Gary Busey like and like. Do you like, know like, that like he never came down? That's what I'm saying. The the Blues Brothers movie literally had like a coke budget. Didn't I know that? Yeah, that makes sense with John Belushi. I mean, it wasn't like on the books, but like they have fucking coke there all the time. Yeah, that was like. One of the things that like Dan Aykroyd doesn't like to talk about, like mm. with mm-hmm. how much he knows that there was so much shit going on. Oh yeah, like the behind the scenes on that fucking movie are just mind boggling. Yeah, it's weird as hell. A gun told was it a shotgun told uh, Carrie Fisher throughout the whole movie. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like I remember as a kid. I don't know if I'm scared or I'm aroused, but I'm I I like this. <laughs> Come on, Carrie yeah. Fisher. Like... All right, rest in power, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, R.I.P. General. General Organa. Uh, yeah. Now I saw something truly horrifying today. That really fucked up my morning. Besides work shit, yeah. I don't. I don't know this actress, Dove Cameron. I, I don't know them, and I don't know whatever whatever they've been oh. in. And it was. Uh, I was watching uh, Hot Ones. And it was one with Daniel oh. uh, with Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah. And uh, what they have this other show like celebrities talk about their favorite snacks. Right. They like to put ranch or dip. Their brownies in ranch. The fuck? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't normally Wait, shit. Brownies in ranch? Yes. Okay, so it looks like Dove Cameron is a singer and oh, she's a Disney Channel also kid. Like she was in the Descendants. Uh, oh no wonder. Oh, yeah, she's Yeah. Like, yeah. Either way. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, the funny thing is, it's like, you say Disney, and I'm like, I could 100% picture this person on Disney. I don't recognize them in any way, but I could picture it. Brownies and ranch don't mix. But no. I mean, to... I'm not going to knock anyone's tastes and what they like, but that's a bit of a stretch for me. It, they even yeah. demonstrated on camera. I was like, this has got to be a joke. This has got to be... No. No, she... Put the ranch on top of the brownie and ate it. I would just, you like, know, but it's like I'm, I'm I feel like it would be the same way where people are like, "Oh, what do you mean you dip fucking French fries in milkshakes? That's disgusting." Yeah, because it does sound disgusting. I've seen people do it. Doesn't mean I think it's any less disgusting. French fries and milkshakes are fucking delicious. I. Like I said, I fully get why people do it. I personally, that's one of those things where I'm like, and I, I, to me, that's that's ranch on brownies too. To me, it's absolutely understandable. If this but, was like multiple yeah. people, I would understand. But going in the comments, it didn't look like it was multiple people. It looked like it was just them. 
Yo. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm you know, just googling brownies about- with ranch to see what pops up. Um, I'm trying really hard to merge the two flavors in my mind just to like try to get what that tastes like, and I can't imagine it being good. To some people, like here's the thing: like Benny said, people have different tastes, and so if that's their yeah, taste... I mean everybody's got tastes. I mean, like 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 I said, you know, like it's it's if you like it, you like it. Yeah, it's like I just uh... I'm personally not gonna have it. Google says this is literally just a Dove Cameron thing. I cannot find anyone else talking about it. Whereas I feel like if you do like French fries and milkshakes, you'll find a lot of people that'll be like, "Yeah, that shit's good." Um, um, I know for me, okay. I know we, we we all have our own for our own food. Specifically, yeah, like In and Out, the chocolate. Yeah, like their fries and their chocolate milkshake, fucking good. You know that does actually sound good when you say it. Wendy's with me for their frosted fries. I mean, that one's pretty good too. But Yo, is that yeah. why these places have always had shakes and shit? Probably. <laughs> I feel like this is like one of those things where they had shakes just to like have it because they were like, oh, don't have the time, like ice cream on the go. But then like people are like eating their stuff with it, and it's like you take a drink of your milkshake and then you eat a French fry, and you're like, wait, that actually kind of tasted good. And then you like keep going. Whereas like brownies and ranch, I don't know where that meets. Where did that start? I don't know how, Maybe. because like you you can see organically how like French fries and milkshakes sort of became a thing. But brownie brownies and ranch, I don't know. I don't know how that became a thing. Let me paint you a picture. It's a windy day at the park all of your entire, like, your entire maybe eight members of your white family have gathered immediate, right? You have a you have a picnic table full of snacks. And it's like, hey, everybody, there's the macaroni salad. There's the regular green salad. And there's a tray of brownies, as well as other foods. So, serve yourselves. Maybe perhaps, maybe mayhaps someone is serving themselves some green salad or something, right? There's There's ranch on the table. And they go, ah, here, let me have it. They put their plate down, and it's a windy day, and they're like, and they're trying to hold their one plate down and use the other hand to actually squeeze the bottle, and it fucks up a little bit, and ah shit, some of it got in the brownie tray. Well, fuck, I can't leave it like that because shit, that would be really rude of me to just leave ranch in the brownie tray. I guess I'll take that brownie. I have to eat it to not be rude because you know my aunt made it, and then you try it and you're like, wait, wait, wait. Now hold on a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's the only possible way I could imagine that happening. Other than that, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I'm okay. So now it uh, it's one of those like bizarre things where I'm like very tempted now where I'm like, okay, so do I just make brownies and put like a little dollop of ranch on the corner to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? I swear to God, if you do like Thank you for taking one for the team, and please let us know what it tastes like. Yeah, because I ain't. <laughs> Did she specify what ranch? Is it like a bougie ranch, or was she just like Hidden Valley? Hidden Valley. Uh, I was gonna say either Hidden Valley or what's that other one? Um, the one that's got the cross hatches on the bottle that's like blue something. I don't know. Crabs? Oh, the wishbone. Wishbone. There you go. No, not wishbone. No, 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 no. It's it's a better brand than that. Damn, I'll get back it to you on be, that. It might be maybe craft. Mm, I'll I'll get back to you on that. Okay. 
because legitimately bye i dropped um my piece oh no water oh no uh, why did i accidentally google or, standing instead or, of ranch france metaphorically did you drop your piece and now your soul is yes. no longer at peace exactly <laughs> Am, I might be thinking Hellman's? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Newman's? Oh, maybe Hellman's. First uh, Hellman's? Uh, oh my god, why can't I find this brand? Was it Paul Newman's? Is Hellman's mayonnaise? Hellman's is mayonnaise. Okay. Do they not also make ranch? You know, sometimes... Oh, you know what? I, I don't know. Ken's. I think Ken's was the thing I, I was thinking. Oh, you know, I always forget about that brand until I see it at the store. And then you're like, wait, that's pretty good the last time I had it. I always get the store brand. If I if they don't, like, if it's too expensive by, like, Hidden Valley, I always go for the store brand. Well, Hidden Valley is like, always expensive. I never get it anymore. No. Like, Kroger comes in, comes in clutch. Kroger's pretty good. Kroger brand, right? Kroger brand is solid. Their fucking hash brown patties are real good. I found out, like, ever since I found out how actually easy it is to make ranch at home. Oh, yeah. Like, oh when my I, God. Can, yeah. I can do it, I would rather do, make it because it's just so much better. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how much better it is when you make it because of how simple it is. But you're like, yo, what the fuck are they putting in the ranch, like, bottles if it's yeah. this simple to make and it's, like, literally three times better? Mm -hmm. Mainly sugar and salt. I'm not saying I make good ranch. I'm just saying making homemade ranch is better. Oh, and yes, and I'm thinking of absolutely as Ken's. I've done it before. Uh, when I did a um, homemade wing stop, made some homemade oh. ranch. Oh. Came out bomb. You know what? I gotta learn how to make. I gotta make my own blue cheese like dressing. Mm. Yeah, because blue cheese is always twitchy for me because there's so many people that just like fuck it up, and it doesn't really taste that great. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it's like it's like coleslaw. Like, yeah. Mm, like you to, like it has it's to be good, right. When it's bad. It's horrible. Yeah. 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 There's like no in between either, where it's like you're like, oh, that was fine. Like it either feels like it's like really good or just really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the only time I ever actually had good coleslaw was on a um, a barbecue pork sammy from this restaurant called Franks out here. Mm. That yo. Uh, that was like, oh shit! Like the sandwich was so damn good. I was like, I cannot finish it. I'm gonna have to save this rest at home. Nice. The like one of the best coleslaw re like near me that I can get for sure is from the um, uh, hot chicken place that's right next to my house. The Legends. Oh, like, like I, 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 I know, yeah, Legends before, right? Yeah, numerous of times yeah, on like, this podcast. Hell, you even ordered while on the podcast. Yeah, like, but, like, do you agree with me or not that their coleslaw is pretty bomb, like, on the sandwich? Here's the thing, though. Every time I go to either um, a hot chicken place, I'm not getting their coleslaw or anything. I'm just getting the, ch the damn chicken. <laughs> yeah, but the chicken, the, well, I mean, I don't know if you got it last time, but normally, like, they have their sando thing, and uh, that's that's their chicken sandwich with the coleslaw on it, and it's pretty fucking good. The one I've been to, I need to open up Uber Eats. <laughs> I, I don't remember it by name. Um... Uh, Cause it's in Long Beach, near um, Domingo. Not is it? Is that Decon? Yeah, that is Domingo's high school. Um, I actually had their sando, and with the coleslaw, I was like, you know what? Let me try it. Cause it's like it was a five bucks, which is not that bad for like a a like a Nashville hot chicken spot. 
nice very um very flavorful um very well seasoned i got the mild so i wasn't like uh shitting out hot me. fire yeah because we all know on record i'm a bitch when it comes to hot foods i'm the bitch that needs to buy a cast iron toilet yeah that, that <laughs> I, I can't see how people how people can like eat I, hot foods like what like what is it with hot foods Okay, think about it this way. Like, main chick, main chick, hot chicken is where I went to. You know, you you're aware pain kinks are a thing, right? Yes. Come on, be <laughs> like think about it like that, except not sexual. Like they enjoy the pain. It's like, no, nah, I can't. And it's even worse. Like, I, I legitimately like think of, like I think about it almost like a you know how some people enjoy things because they make themselves because of the financial situation of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i grew up with the mentality and i think that's what made me start liking hot foods like crazy was like i grew up with the mentality of like hey if we're gonna order hot food it better be hot because otherwise it was a waste of money and now to this day i physically feel like i wasted money on chicken if it is not actively making me like like tear or sniffle if i am not leaking either through my eyes or my nose i wasted money on this it was not hot enough this this reminds me of a story and i learned that day not every latin person like hot food speaking of my homie freddie so <laughs> this is when wingstop was sealed by trade tech yeah me and jimmy went fred called jay yeah yo pick me up make sure you get enough like for the both of us I was like, mm -hmm. Jimmy's like, all right, Jay went first. He just said hot. He didn't like specify what. You mean hot? I got mines. We got our food. I was smelling his, and I was like, damn, what the fuck did you get? And he read it, and it said atomic. Ooh. I was like, you got the atomic. Man. Oh, he was like, fuck it. Now Jay's like, fuck it. Man, I remember the days that I was afraid of Atomic. I get, like, I get home finally. Two hours later, I get a photo from Jimmy. Fred's face is fucking red as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's like, that Atomic fucked him up. Nice. I was like, that is fucked up. That oh was, my god! It took literally took him out. He could, it was supposed to be like Wingstop, get drunk, play PlayStation night. Nah, I, you know, he was like he was in the bathroom. I was with Pepto. I was like, God damn! That was a good thing, though. Oh man, man, yeah. I I I have to ask my friend if he has it. I know someone recorded it, but like the second time that I was at my friend's place and we did the Hot Ones challenge, like someone recorded that, and I don't remember who has it. But, like, the first time I did it, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the first time I did it, you know how they have, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, bomb, And that's number eight. So, <laughs> I had bomb. I had a full wing. And I was like, guys, I don't taste it. And they're like, what? Like, they're fucking dying. And I had my full wing. And I was like, I'm fine. Like, I, I reacted less... Than the other ones. And then I was like, you know what? You know what? I want to fucking hurt. I want this experience. And I got another fucking wing. 
and still drown like more than the last dab. Like I fucking coated the side of the wing with the bomb and had that on the second shot because I was like the first one I barely felt it. I didn't feel nothing. Wait, you the second a, you one, took a shot I had it. it. Huh? You took a shot or did you eat it? No, I ate it. I okay. cl- I cleaned the wings, man. I cleaned the wings every challenge. Okay. Is this uh, Icarus and, flying and, too close to the sun? Yeah, this is and like with his wings. I I shit you not. I shit you not. You know that feeling of like when you bump your elbow like by your funny bone and immediately everything goes oh like like static yeah. in your arm. Mm-hmm. It was like that, except my entire body at the same time. Like this that is... exact same tingling feeling. Like I just did that, but every single piece, and I was so surprised by it because I could literally feel it in my thighs that I stood up and I was like, "Oh my god, why are my legs tingling?" So it's like, what was it, Coolio's response to the last dab, where yeah. he's like, Bitch, like he's just like coasting on through the whole fucking thing, get to the last dab, he's like, "Fuck this," and he like throws a whole bunch of shit on there, and then like can't but even I, talk. I still finished. I cleaned wings and no water. Oof. Um, so I and I've done that three times now. So I'm happy with it. <laughs> YouTube search Jeremy Johns the the bomb hot sauce. <laughs> nice. He Did... said him and comedian Mark Ellis almost died. They was doing Yo. they was doing like a game a movie trivia uh, match, and mm-hmm. the loser if both people lose they have to take a shot of hot sauce. Ooh, damn. The producer said they got a box from Hot Ones. Nice. He didn't spe- They didn't know anything about what the the bomb hot sauce did, and they took it as a shot. Jeremy John said the only thing he remembered was this hot sauce did had no fucking flavor. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it, it, it is absolutely the worst one. I can confirm that. That's it is absolutely the what terrifies one. me. Like the heat also scares me, but the fact that like. Every guest it, that's been on that show is like, this is so disgusting. The The closest thing I can describe it as is like battery acid and vinegar. What the fuck? Like distinctly. It's like, it's like, how the fuck does this taste like vinegar and is acidic? But those are still two distinct, very different flavors that are trying to murder my tongue right now. It's very, it is not good. It is absolutely the, the, the. Every other sauce is fucking tasty. I've had Apollo. I've had Apollo, and that shit tasted great. I actually really like the taste. Like, and it's still so hotter than the end bomb. This sounds like if the Predator made a hot sauce from the Xenomorph. <laughs> I mean, I'd try it. I'd probably die <laughs> physiologically because it's acid and it'd melt my literal throat. But I'd try it. Oh, it just hands you this bright, glowing lime green bottle of uh, hot sauce. Let's do it. Yo, if anybody ever handed me a bottle of hot sauce that glows, I'm gonna think twice. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because intelligence is not your dump stat. It is not my dump stat. Oh my god. That reminded me of the fucking Simpsons when Homer ate that glowing fucking chili pepper. Oh my god. After yeah. he drank the melted wax to coat his... You know, like, uh, what, what's his name? Um, 
Andrew Ray, the the binging with Babish guy, like when he was on Hot Ones, he directly quoted that exact episode, and he literally tried it. Wait, what? Like, did you watch that episode of Hot Ones? He oh my god, I would have like, watched that one. He literally took a sex candle and like tried to swallow some of it so he could coat his throat before he had the last dab. And then he was like, that didn't work, <clears throat> and just coughed it out and then had it. But straight oh up, he god. took a sex candle like to try that shit and directly reference that episode. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I have to fucking watch that one now. Like, I think the the one that closest, like, is the closest match to my experience and how I felt when I did the challenge was, was, um, um, fucking, uh, oh my god, what's his name? We're on a higher level of consciousness. Fucking. Oh, ah! uh, Russell Brand. Thank you, Russell Brand. I'm glad my shitty impression was enough. <laughs> when you started waving your head around, like you had big hair, I was like, okay, the only person you can think of like, is Russell Brand. When you've seen a woman birth your child through that canal, like he was, he was talking a lot oh. about his child's, like his child's direct water birth in that episode. <laughs> but no, but like his reaction to the sauces of like, yo, this is making me like fucking just want to sit here and meditate. That's literally kind of what I felt the first time I had it. Because it's like, I could see all my friends dying and just like, <laughs> like actively having that reaction and drinking water and shit. And I remember sitting in the bar like with everything hurting and like my face tingling and my my arms and like legs telling me like, you need to get up and move around. And I remember like feeling all of that. And at a certain point, I could swear I felt some form of euphoria where I'm like, this is fine. I can just feel everything in my body right now. And oh my god, am I just thinking about everything else at the moment because I'm just accepting the amount of pain I'm physically in right now. I would definitely be Idris Elba and Tom Holland in this situation, just cursing and just coughing what the fuck through the whole thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yes, yeah. I really want to do the Hot Ones Challenge again. I've been talking to my friends about it and we're like, we need to do this a fourth time. With the newer sauces? Because they got rid of the da bomb and they got yeah, something in its place. Yeah, we want to try the newest sauces. Because that looks even fucking worse than the bomb. But it had, but it's the only thing I hope for is that I'm just better than DJ Khaled because I just hate that motherfucker. And he bounced out at, like, no. the second one. Eddie, no. Was that yeah. what it was? And that was when it was, like, in the earlier stages. So those weren't even as, like, hot as they could be. Oh, yeah. No. Like, literally... Or don't be like I, Eddie Huang, who went the opposite direction and just fucked himself up from the get-go. You know, honestly, I'd still I would still say that DJ Khaled like bitched that shit out because, especially now having done it myself too, I'm like, no, like I understand that I'm a maniac, but to bitch out on like the second or third one, like that wasn't that bad, man. Like yeah, it really. I mean... Like, I've everyone I know that him, so. out of it bitched out by, like, seven, not even by, like, three. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? He doesn't even go down on his wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, gonna I was going to say, like, it, it's just very, very apparent that he can't handle good things in his mouth. He doesn't know what to do with his tongue. He doesn't know what to do with his mouth. He doesn't know what to do in front of him. Yeah, no, exactly. 
He didn't even fucking, like even the wings he had. Did you see how he was eating them, those wings? And yes, I do judge people based off of how they eat wings. I don't remember how he was eating those wings. He was barely fucking touching those things inside. Like, point is, point is, he was eating it like he was trying to like. Nobody looks good eating wings. No. Was it like we're like he's. That. He's but when like you trying don't... to like not have his lips touch it or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like nobody's gonna look good eating wings, and that's the point. But mm -hmm. it's also like, hey, you're still trying in pure vanity and everyone can see it. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think um no uh I love that other celebrities are like, I'm not gonna bitch out like Khaled. <laughs> Danny Kaluuya was like, "Yo, where did you get these wings at? Did y'all make them in house?" And I was like, oh, "No, no, no, we got these from a place called Just Winging It." And I was like, "Oh, okay, you shot it out of the place." Cause he was like, "This is um," he was like, "Well, he just dude just laughing through it." He was like, "This is tender, juicy wings, man. I might about to give me some." He was like, "Maybe 24 hours after having your damn hot one, your sauces, maybe I get some unsauced wings." Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. You can't do much for like at least an hour after. And then if you have less of a constitution for it, even longer. Uh, I know. Me. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I, I, I probably would not be touching chicken for like a week after, like if I did it. I'm, I am that crazy dude that will like literally have hot wings and then be like, wow, this fucking sucks. Why did I do that? Orders more hot wings. Hot wings are legitimately my favorite food. <laughs> I well love hot wings, it like but it's there's just that fine line. I like the spiciness where it's just like your lips are just like burning, but it's not unbearably burning. It's just that nice, like the tingling. Oh, oh my god, not sponsored, right? But um, I I just recently did some work on my dad's house, and he was like, "Hey, let me get you some." So he got me a couple of bottles of uh, chili oil. Like you know, like the 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 like chili umami stuff, like the mm -hmm. the the Thai ones and like stuff like that. So there's a bunch of different ones, and um, I bought myself like a generic one that I just had the other day, and my dad randomly started talking about it, and he bought me two of them, and I can't wait to try them because one of them I tried at his house, and I fucking love it, and it gives me exactly that sensation of what you're saying. Like it's just hot enough, it's just like enough to where you can feel it. It doesn't super change anything. The flavorful is really the flavor is really savory and good, and it leaves that little aftertaste of just the tingle on the lips, but not like you want to die. And that one was um, Boom. Boom Ooh. Chili Oil. That, okay. it's, so far, it's so good. And that one has anchovies in it, too, so it's like, it's got that, like... <gasps> oh, it's got... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's... So that one's really good, and I just got a different one that I haven't tried yet. That's um, Momofuku, which is, like, chili crisp is what they say. So it's got more crunch to it. And it doesn't have any anchovy in it, but like different peppercorns and stuff like that. So point is, I'm experimenting with a lot more different chili stuff and I'm very excited. Nice. I think the, the spice, the spice, well, spiciest for me, sriracha. That's as far as it'll get. Sriracha's good. Sriracha's not nothing. It, it's it's decent heat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not overpowering. It doesn't trigger heartburn for me. It's just like... Decent heat. I will like to preface, I don't always eat like I'm trying to burn a hole in my stomach. It's just when I do have it, I really enjoy it. But sure. I do appreciate tasting food. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I had my first bowel bun 
um, damn, that was a damn good sandwich, but it was like they had a, a sriracha mayo mix, Japanese mm-hmm. mayo sriracha mix, and I was like, oh shit, this is bomb. There was there was one that I really loved that was Tabasco and sriracha mixed. I was like that that one that one got me. I remember Dirt Dog was the first place I went to that had sriracha. I was like the first thing I ever learned of like sriracha ketchup. I was like sriracha no. ketchup oh. that's a thing. I, I can't find it anymore. I can't find it anymore, but I swear if I do I will get it again cuz I loved it so much. It was jalapeno ketchup made by Heinz. They think, straight up had jalapeno ketchup, and I can't find it anymore. I think that's out of like, I think they stopped production on that. I know. I want more jalapeno ketchup. That shit was good. You know what I want? Green ketchup. Bring that back. Bring you remember back. purple ketchup? Yeah. And blue ketchup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was that like kid that who shit... had it. You yeah, know I remember that. Ninety nine cents though. Yup. Yup. Don't. That audience do not knock the 99 cent store dollar tree or yep. whatever, dollar general whatever your dollar is you, you know dollar tree ain't even a dollar anymore i know but 99 cent store yeah. you find some there's two i know one in gardena they're not even 99 cents anymore they're 99 and up now they don't exclusively sell 99 cents items only anymore i, I know that I know it just sucks, but still, like there's some, they got some clutch shit. When you like go to the special ones where it's like heavy, like you know the uh, the the community is oh, like yeah. elderly, but they still got oh. some good shit at their ninety nine cent store. So like there's one in Gardena and there's one in um, Gardena's Koreatown, their mm-hmm. ninety nine cent store. Like I found fucking Arizona's like different fucking flavors. Mm-hmm. The one, the black and white tea, Arizona. Oh yeah, I was like what. Let's take about seven cans of these. I remember, uh, like, this thing made me... I know you guys are older than me, but this, to me, is going to make me sound dated. Um, <laughs> I remember, like, I got so excited because in, like, the year 2000, I want to say seven or eight, I remember going into a 99-cent store and seeing that they must have bought some old stock somewhere, but, like, the 99 had and were selling like full packs of pogs like official pog stuff pogs oh, shit. Pogs and i remember in 2007? yeah exactly and i was like yo like these are each a dollar and i remember walking out with like the whole thing because i bought like 30 bucks worth because i was like there are so many here i think it was like i think i got a total of like 2,000 pogs i lost all that were all. like official Damn. Do you still have those? Yeah, I have them somewhere. Yeah, I know like... I have them most likely with my mom, and if she doesn't have them anymore, then they're gone. Damn. But I was like, it's let's like... have a pog battle, motherfucker. I'm, I'm Wait, the yo, that's the slammers, I mean. man. Like, right? Like, I know, I know you guys are older than me, but I feel like pogs is one of those things that still qualifies between both of us. <laughs> like all three of us. I had, yeah. I had Power Rangers. I had the whole Power Rangers set. I remember. I remember like. I had, I had like a, it was a really nice slammer that was like, it was a two part slammer. And I, w- I wish I still had it, but the bottom was like rubber, like heavy, thick rubber and had like indents for your fingers. And the top was like acrylic and it had a scorpion in it. Oh shit. That's, I remember that. Like, that I don't really remember cool. where I got that, but I was like, that was my favorite slammer ever. 
That was newer because mine was fucking metal. Yo. <laughs> That's definitely the difference between 1990s and fucking 2008. We had metal. Yo, I never had a metal one, but I ha- I definitely had some thick like rubber acrylic ones. Shit. Cause I, I still remember when they banned that shit. You got people still out here playing. Like they the banned it in schools because it was gambling. Because I hear still playing Beyblades in fucking park lots and shit. Yo, I remember Beyblades. Beyblades was fun. Um, Erica, I remember getting the cheap ass plastic ones from like the swap meet and stuff, and then going with my friends, and then they had the metal ones, and I'd be like, "Wait, where'd you guys? They make metal ones? <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah. Oh my god, those '90s fats." I remember, I remember seeing, I remember having those like plastic ones where like the rip cord would like break all the time because it was fucking plastic that wasn't like good plastic. And I remember like having like one of those that was like semi bent, but it would still work. And then like having a friend that eventually one day was just like, "Hey guys, you guys want to battle him? We can battle him now." It's like what? And he brings up that like plastic fucking uh, arena. Like, yo, you got. I've only seen these on TV. The rich had the plastic weed and we was doing it on the streets. No, that's how I remember playing it. That's what I mean. I know like, it was that one kid that had it. But I remember when I would do it, it'd be that thing of like, yo, okay, this patch of dirt is straight enough. And if we dig it a little bit in the middle, we'll make like a divot. Or we'll just like make a, use a stick and like, like, uh, make a little trench of a of a circle, so that way if they go out of bounds, they'll just like flip off the circle and they'll be fine. Dude, I remember doing shit like that. Why are you rich people out here with y'all with your plastic containers and shit? We was on the streets. I being excited about marbles, man. I remember being like, "This is the best marble I have," and it's like this fit. I never got into marbles. I, I was a Marvels kid. I remember having shit. Slingshots. Breakfast. I think my collecting Marvels was only a precursor to me eventually collecting dice because of shiny rocks. It took me having one slingshot and using a marble as a bullet to. Oh yeah, I used to have a slingshot too as a kid. I was like, I I remember going to Walmart and concerning my mom. And then she being like, are you sure you're going to be okay with this? Yeah, but I need your help to buy it because it's behind the case near oh. the near the uh, the fishing rods. You went to Walmart. I went to the ice cream truck to buy a slingshot. Remember, nice. I lived in the projects in the hood. In the Walmart. Uh, I remember buying a, a good slingshot from Walmart and then my uncle stealing it because it was better than his. I'll tell you how cheap it was. I have a pump action paintball gun. I don't have a semi-auto. Nice. I was like, let's go. Let's go. I, I remember like, as a fucking teen, I knew full well. If I go to a paintball fucking field and try to use that pump action paintball, I'm getting lit up. Dude, I still play pump, and I would win pump. Like, the pump action ones, like... This, yeah, yeah. This is how predators scarred me. I was like, I'm not going out like Carl Weathers. No, I, I, I literally, I literally designed my paintball setup around pump because it was physically cheaper to play that way. 
because I'm like, if I play pump and my, my philosophy was like, I'm going to get good at this sport with pump because everybody else that's playing. And I know, I know this is going to make me sound like weird paintball elitist shit. And it's not, it's just the way I like playing, but it's like, there's people that like, will play like you guys see paintball with a shit ton of paint and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. On average, those motherfuckers go through 8,000 rounds a day when they play. 8,000 rounds translates to uh, roughly $160 because it's $80 a box depending on the one that you're getting. So you can still go cheap and get a $40 box up to 80. Those guys normally get $80 boxes because they want the paint that's like not going to jam up in their gun and all that kind of shit because of how much they're shooting. They'll shoot $160 worth of paint in a day the way that and because those hoppers that they use are like 200 rounds each and every one of those tubes on their back is another 150 to 200 rounds each and there's each box is 4000 rounds so just do the math with that but like the way that i would play because i played pump i very specifically was like hey i'm gonna make my gun as lightweight as possible so i can run but also it saves me money because the tank on the end is so small. It's a three thousand cubit. I know that's like I'm throwing out a lot of numbers. That three that like point is that tank only lasts me one game. It's not a tank that lasts me ev like every three games. So I do have to refill more. But air is free at the at the at the range when you're there, like at the actual place. So it's like I have to just refill every time. But that makes me play smart per game because I can only use enough air per one game. And the hopper I got specifically was a 50-round hopper, and I only let myself have two pods that are each 50 rounds each. Every single one of those pumps is a shot, and the way that I would play, I would use a full hopper every two games. I would use a $40 box of paint every two weeks <laughs> because I would literally parse it out by the way, like, this is the cheapest way for me to play. However... Everybody can use all those rounds, but it doesn't matter in the end because I only need one shot to take you out. And you can waste all the paint you want, but if you don't fucking hit me, it doesn't matter. And if I can sneak behind you and shoot you in the back with one shot because you didn't know I was there, that's that's just how I like to play it now. So that's what I did with Paintball, just because literally, monetarily, it's so much cheaper to play Pump. I will always advocate for it. Sorry, I went on a major paintball tangent. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think it's fun. I've never gone paintballing, so I have no idea what any of those things you said meant. It's the only physical sport I've ever gotten into. Like, I mean, it I, sounds like fun. Like, no, there was a point no, in, no, in time fun. where I was playing paintball so much for one year. What was it like? I played it for multiple years, but in one year, I think I played paintball 48 out of 52 weekends. Paintball taught me why I would never want to be shot. Paintball taught me why I want to be faster than getting shot. <laughs> like, when <laughs> he hit, I almost cried because I'm like, it's a pain I never felt before. And you know, then, it's, and then it's like the boom, and then the boom, 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 boom. It's it's a hundred percent that thing of like, yeah, it does suck. You do get used to it though, and at a certain point, 
there is one of those like at a certain point it flips from oh fuck that hurts from shit i got shot now i gotta sit out for 20 minutes no it was like you remember how big is that I, I probably never could no i quit like after getting shot uh, multiple times like nah i'm never doing this again one and done i'm done no i never want to feel this again i shot uh at, at the time active dodger uh active dodger uh player uh yesiel puig Nice. Like he he just randomly was on the field at the place where I played uh, uh, one day, and he was like actively in season at the time. And like there was even a whole like like dude that specifically went with him just to film him. And I think they put it on his Instagram later. But he was like going through certain areas and stuff. And like I think it comes out on the video too, like on his Instagram. Like nobody knows it's me because I'm in full gear or whatever. But I know it's me because I recognize my gear. And I was like, oh my god, I shot that guy. <laughs> and I remember like when I told my uncles that I remember when I told my uncles that they go you didn't shoot his arm did you <laughs> uh, okay okay no I shot him in the ass <laughs> no I think I shot him in the chest nice kill shot <laughs> yeah couple with that learn how to shoot being in it yeah. yeah guns this is why I just like guns I I don't understand why I like them so much. I really don't. Like, the mechanics of it. the Something about the mechanics of it. I don't know why. Like, it's not even the nature of it. It's more like... Because when I like... When I do, like, like any kind of target-based shooting, accurate-based shooting, like, anything going to, like, a, like a closed range or using BB guns or paintball guns, like... like Anything that is a projectile-based accuracy thing that, like, even arrows or, or slingshots or throwing axes, like, that kind of stuff, for some reason, I really like it. Anything that's like, I need to put this down the range as accurately as possible and hit my target, for some reason, I really gel with that, like, action. I don't know why. I mean, it's fun at shooting ranges, but... Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. I personally I don't need to go to a shooting range, which is also why like I haven't really gotten a gun or anything. Because it's like I personally like I prefer doing it in my backyard and like I prefer using BB guns only because it's like for the distances that I'm at, I can still be accurate enough and it's not nearly as dangerous. Yeah. And on top of that, like I have my own mental health issues, so I'm like, yeah, I just kinda don't want to have a gun in the house. Also, there's a lot of weird people at gun ranges. Also, there's a lot of weird people at gun ranges for real, man. I know. For real. I've seen them. I've been near them. I haven't gone like I haven't gone a lot, but the times I've gone, I I can already believe that. Yeah. Like, I've went like a few times with friends, and I'm just like, why are there so many fucking weirdos here? Right. It's so weird because it makes me laugh because I'm like, I understand people who like guns and collect guns. But then there's also a culture of people who go specifically to gun ranges. Yeah, or like that trade shows. Yeah. Like, oof. Uh, That's a fucking cult, man. Yo, it really is. A friend was showing me this TikTok. This woman was getting the package off the porch, and then the woman yelling through the ring, Hey, bitch, you better get down. You better find package back down. I'm going to blow your motherfucking head off. The girl would turn to the camera, Mom, that's me. What the fuck? Yo, I was like, like, 
Ooh, mama was like at zero to one hundred. Oh my god! I mean, at least it, at least in terms of like home shit like that, right? Like, I think personally, I'm more of the mind of like I'd rather get I'd rather get a BB gun that looks as accurate as possible to a gun to either theoretically, hopefully, theater of the mind scare someone off, or at the very least, if I do have to use it. It's strong enough to where if I shoot you in the face, you're gonna you're gonna want to stop. It won't kill you, but you're probably gonna want to stop. And I don't mind bursting your eyes. You know the world we live in. At? Hmm. You know the world we live in at now. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's like I I don't like not having defense, but I I also hope a BB gun that's strong enough is enough. Like we got dumbass black men out here on their fucking TikTok. You know you pull up. Well, this 29-year-old or this 17-year-old young man was murdered because he posted on TikTok, pull up. Yo. What, what, what is that with, like, in terms of D&D? Yeah, we can say fuck around find out. We know we're going to win. Yeah. But don't say... Are you? Sometimes. But in real life, don't fuck around and find out because you will find out. I love that Dez is so confident in his, more like, immortality in the game that he right. still thinks about it. I'm sorry. You've literally almost died three fucking times. So you know how many times I would have actually let you die, and it's literally luck that was on your fucking side. I think it was more than three times. I almost, almost died. I would, um, There's I, at I, least I, three times you almost died in game, like actively almost died. I was counting like five, but okay. There's okay. I say three because I'm DM and I know what happened in the background, but in reality. Yeah, theoretically, you could say five, six, maybe. But, like, oh my god, where I'm worried, you're literally gonna about to fucking die and stay dead? Three. Okay. Or you can be very sick and your DM can control your character. You know... Yeah, no, DM DM, DM controlling characters is, is weird. I don't personally like it. Like, I get it. I get it functionally when it's like during combat so that you guys don't lose out on an entire like party mate, right? Yeah. But like in like kind of in character stuff of like, hey, was it was it Tink? Was it Tink? No, it was actually B. I forget. I forget that my computer is a touch screen, and so I was like wiping something off, and my um. Nice. Knuckle accidentally hit that. Uh, okay. You know how many times I turned off my computer like that? <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. I heard purring you... earlier. So I was like, it was either, it was either <laughs> Oh, yeah. She, she showed up too. Oh, my God. There, I used to have a laptop with the dumbest power button placement I've ever seen. Because, like, you know, okay, imagine the laptop in front of you, right? The very bottom right hand corner of the laptop, like on the bottom, not even on the screen, right? Not on top, on the side of the laptop, on the very extreme right-hand corner, bottom right. It's a very dumb place. Because literally every time I would move my computer to adjust it or like push it to the side, I would turn off my computer accidentally because the button was there. It's not even like protected by like literally you could turn on the computer with the thing being closed which i think was the idea 
But the placement, anyways, that's a whole other thing. But fuck, there are some stupid ass button designs, and that was a Dell product. Remember those dude freaking in the Dell commercials? You remember Gateway commercials? Ding, 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 oh ding. my god! No, that's Intel. But oh, I get why oh, you say. Oh, that. oh shit! That's right. That's right. That's no, I'm talking about. You remember Gateway computers? The like remember, the cow. I remember. I remember, I remember Gateway, mm-hmm. but Gateway had a little jingle. It did. It did have a. It did have a jingle. I just don't remember it. Oh my god! Okay, you want you want another throwback brand? What about View Sonic monitors? That you remember I, the monitor the the monitors that had the little parakeets? I don't. Oh yeah. That I don't remember. That that was View Sonic monitors, and I I I remember seeing those all the time. I'm those old school, brightly fucking like, cover colors. Old school CRT uh, monitors. Those Apple desktops. Not even Apple. That was pre-Apple Mac. Oh, man. But yeah, dude, those like crystal gel, like those those crystal quote unquote ones. Like, mm-hmm. the, man, I remember when they like upgraded like the computer labs, and started having those in school, and then just like a simple typing program. I'm like, oh, these are so nice. What are what? these? They're so cool. What? I thought it was the coolest thing because those those keyboards, they had two USBs on either side, so you could plug it in on either side, whichever yeah. the cord was going out. I was like, oh, that's so smart. <laughs> and then finding out they didn't have organ control on them. Asshole. Yo, I remember I remember like kids would like figure out how to put Doom on it and like none of the none of the adults would actually watch us during computer lab. So they'd just be like, Yeah, sit here and learn it. You know what I mean? Like you 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 don't know how to do nothing on a computer. And then we'd figure out how to use Doom, not do the thing, and then just play Doom for, like, an hour. Man, the middle school I went to, these assholes know how to block it. Put fucking with Mav Blaster on it. No, ain't playing no fucking Mav Blaster. The fuck out of here with that. I do remember, like, the Scholastic, like, jumpstart games and shit like that. Oh, Doom-ass knockoff. I grew up on Jumpstart games, but that's definitely too young for you guys. <laughs> but I remember learning how to install those on Windows 95 computers when I was like seven. Oh, I want to talk about old classic games, those old Flash games that Lego used to have on their website. Oh my God, those were my favorite. Like Lego Island and Racer and Chess, those were my favorite. Or um, Lego uh, Studio or Lego City. Yeah, man. God damn it, Lego. Yeah, those are a lot. Those Lego games were fun as shit. Now they I gotta know. check. I gotta check those out and like not the way back, but there's a website that sells old video games like that. That have that like the person who sells them actually like fixes them up so you could use them in an emulator or use them like on like in game. But there's someone that specific. I, I can't remember the website. I gotta look it up. But it's a it's a specific place that you could go that is dedicated to all like older um uh pc games mm-hmm. that are like pre xp games or even xp games and shit like that where it's like like technically no one supports them and there'd be no way to play them now but like there is a community of people that like fix the games and then sell them on this site so that way you can still play them okay well i think it's a good time for us to end this episode Maybe next week we'll probably go more in depth on food, not people's hangups on their their weird ass tastings. I think we keep on teasing about it. Our top five favorite burgers. We keep on teasing hey. about it. 
Let's fucking do it. Why not? Sounds like a good one. And then Lego. Coming for you. Thirty fucking dollars for a fucking minifig. Seriously? Yo. And then I, <laughs> what was it? They're charging like twelve bucks right now for the one that you designed yourself. Yeah. I remember a day where it was like two, three dollars. Yup. Now they are like a Man. whole ass action figure. Price of a whole ass action figure. Well, they, they, you know what they say, right? They're like, well, that you pay for the quality control, and like the specific polymers that are only for Lego. They miss me. And I think Lego also owns like a lot of Pantone colors and shit like that. Well, they need to or, bring like, back fucking turquoise. Is they need to bring. I think back they turquoise. own a lot of color rights for certain things. Well, it's kind of bullshit, but. It's capitalism. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Space Audio Collective Podcast. We have been your hosts this week, today, next week. Favorite burgers. And <laughs> me shitting on Lego. Peace out. <laughs>